0: Hello, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Are You a Fan? If you like this episode or any of the previous ones, give us a like, follow, and why don't you share it with a friend to drop some knowledge. Okay, so as we do every week, and those of you who are seasoned should know this, time for the question, Joker and the audience. That's it. If you could be a cop or a vigilante, which one would
1: you pick? Honestly, I, I think I'd go with the vigilante. For the same reason a lot of them do, there's a lot less red tape stopping you from actually getting people captured or caught or put in
0: jail. Fair. And that uh, no, valid, valid. Not saying it's any safer. I was gonna but. say, the only reason I think is especially in like a superhero verse, I'd still yeah for a cop, is I'm not rich. Unless I was rich in that superhero verse. Because I'm like, like, if I get shot, man, I don't think Lyft is going to pay for my bullet wounds if I tell them, like, well, I was fighting crime.
1: I mean, I think about it, though. A lot of heroes aren't rich.
0: True, and I feel for them. Just some of the, the best <laughs> ones happen to be. Okay, so folks, that brings us into this week's character. We are covering Barbara Gordon, a.k.a. Batgirl. Let's the, get into it.
1: One of the... Only of the first four uh, sidekicks to not be a
0: Robin. Holy cow, actually, yeah. Huh, okay, off the bat, (laughs) an interesting fact. Let's get into it, real world. Barbara Gordon is a superhero appearing in American comic books published by DC Comics, commonly in association with the superhero Batman. The character was created by television producer William Dozer, editor Julius Schwartz, uh, writer Gordon Fox and artist Carmen Infantino. Infantino? Apologize if I butchered that. But it is also Gardner Fox. Gardner Fox. Once again, <laughs> I apologize for butchering names. But um wait, wait. wait. Character was created by a television <laughs> producer.
1: That's kind of cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, because we kinda get into it, but it was kind of made for the Batman TV show originally.
0: Oh, Okay, that's
1: cool. We've got, we got a couple
0: characters similar.
1: Yep. Well, that's good. So, the character subsequently made her first comic book appearance as Batgirl in DC Comics issue 359 titled The Million Dollar Debut of Batgirl in January of 1967 uh, by Fox and Infantino, allowing her to be introduced into the television series portrayed by actress Yvonne Craig in the season 3 premiere Enter Batgirl Exit Penguin in September of the same year. So Sounds like they, they may have created her in, with intention of putting her in the show. They just had to be like, okay, let's put her in the comics so she's an official character.
0: Uh, they're actually almost kind of similar to uh, a little bit similar origin to uh, She-Hulk, which yeah. if anybody curious, go check out the episode. So Dozer, the producer of the 1960s Batman television series, requested Schwartz to call for a new female counterpart, to the superhero Batman, that could be introduced into publication and the third season of the show simultaneously. Okay, so a little bit more collaboration than the She-Hulk thing. Yeah, and that definitely—they
1: I mean, definitely seemed like they wanted it a very specific way and had a better idea of how they were going to do it. <laughs>
0: exactly. Unlike like we need you to make this so they can't take credit. <laughs> Which says that's kind of the whole reason she'll you know, kind exists. Of became a thing. <laughs>
1: Okay, moving on. So, Barbara Gordon is the daughter of Gotham City Police Commissioner James Gordon, the sister of James Gordon Jr., and is initially employed as the head of Gotham City Public Library. Although the character appeared in various DC comic publications, she prominently featured in Batman Family, which debuted in 1975, partnered with the original Robin Dick Grayson. You know, until I did this research, I I don't remember her ever having a brother. I don't remember ever really hearing about it either. I...
0: (sighs) There's, I've always seen hints to it in a lot of the adaptations. It's just one of those, it's never been a forefront thing that you even notice. So yeah, as soon as you say I'm like, oh yeah, she does have a brother. (laughs) That's pretty sad. So in 1988, following the editorial retirement of the character Batgirl persona in Batgirl special issue number one, the graphic novel Batman the Killing Joke depicts the Joker shooting her through the spinal cord in her civilian identity, resulting in paraplegia. In subsequent stories, the character was re- reestablished as a technical advisor, computer expert, and information broker known as Oracle, becoming a valuable asset providing intelligence and computer hacking services to assist other superheroes. She makes her first appearance as Oracle in Suicide Squad, issue number 23 in 1989, and later became a featured lead of the Birds of Prey series. Which makes sense. Like, like honestly, like as much as I love Batgirl, I do love the Oracle character. Oh yeah, just this behind-the-scenes um, computer hacker. And I love that they
1: did that with her. It was like, we may have crippled you, but we're still gonna make you this awesome person and this awesome character to be in charge of teams and creating your own team still.
0: Right. Like, like
1: you still have that mindset of Batgirl. Just now you're putting it to a different kind of use.
0: Oh yeah, she did not slow down, <laughs> which I think was awesome. Heck yeah.
1: In 2011, as part of DC's comics, the New 52 relaunch, hate hate when we have to bring these up, uh, yeah. Barbara would recover from her paralysis following a surgical procedure and returned as Batgirl. Barbara has since featured in the eponymous Batgirl monthly title as well as the Birds of Prey and other Batman books. Following the events of the Joker War, Barbara returned to her Oracle role while recovering from another injury, and will continue to operate as both Batgirl and Oracle as part of the 2021 Infinite Frontier event.
0: Man, it just seems like she's taking a lot on her plate.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. But I, I mean, remember that well, one thing with the New 52s I did like with hers, that, or one of the reasons I got hers, I still need to finish getting the rest of the series and reading them. But it was very interesting and curious to see how she went about
0: after the injury and her mentality. True. Seems so, like she didn't slow down much. <laughs> not at all. Because it's just one of those, I'm like, I get you're healed, but maybe just do the Oracle thing. But, like, be ready to, like, be that, like, in the wings. Like, well, I guess I got to do it myself since the team sucks. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that's what, That's the way I would have done it. Just kept training, being the Oracle, and then when it calls for it, be like, well, I guess I'll get out there since you guys botched the mission. She kind of seems to be what her role has become. Oh, okay, that's cool. Heck yeah. Okay, let's get into cultural impact. Okay, since her debut in the DC Comics publication, and fueled by her adaptation into the Batman television series in 1967, Barbara Gordon has been listed among fictional characters that are regarded as cultural icons. Author Brian Cronin in uh, in was Superman a spy and other comic book legends revealed to that in 2009. Notes that the following uh, notes that following her 1967 debut, Batgirl was soon popular enough to appear regularly over the next two decades, and Yvonne Craig certainly made an impression on many viewers with her one-season portrayal, young Miss Gordon. And yeah, no, honestly, it's one of those uh, you don't think about, it, but like she is a huge icon. Like, because oh, yeah. if you know, even if you know Batman, you know Batgirl. Oh, yeah. And then that's the thing, like
1: where he talked about how Yvonne Craig you definitely made an impression. Is like when you think of Batgirl, you see her yeah, in she's... the '60s cart- uh, TV show. You
0: see what was made then. You don't think of what is now, right? No, no. Anytime I think of Batgirl, there's two versions I think of: the live action 1960s and the and the 1990s Batman animated series. Those yeah. are the two versions that come to head before any comic version ever comes to head. Comes oh, to definitely.
1: Mind. Like, even compared to other movies that she's in, which I mean isn't many, but
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, so,
1: okay, let's so, take it away, joke. So, similarly, Cronin states that following the publication of The Killing Joke, Barbara Gordon and her new persona's Oracle became more popular in fact than she was even Bat- when she was Batgirl. She even gained her own title, Birds of Prey, about her and a group of superhero operatives she organizes. The character has been the subject of analysis in academia regarding the portrayal of women, librarians, and disabled people in mainstream media. Throughout the character's history, Barbara Gordon's intelligence has been one of her defining attributes. According to Business Week, she's listed as one of the top ten most intelligent fictional superheroes appearing in American comics and is the only female to appear on the list. In 2011, Barbara Gordon was ranked 17th in both IGN's Top 100 Comic Book Heroes and Comic Buyer's Guide's 100 Sexiest Women in Comics. I mean, don't really care about the, the comics Buyer's one, but yeah. still that she's, one, the only female on a top ten list of most intelligent characters.
0: Which, honestly, that like that's a hard list to even get in the top ten on. And then being a sidekick, getting in the top 20... Of a top 100 list, right? Like that is amazing. Both, both the top 10 and the top 20, like those are impressive. Like at, like those are impressive feats, especially as you said for a sidekick. Yeah, to reach that level, and honestly, just like talking about like making top 10 of intelligent characters, that's a wide spectrum of characters who are considered like that intelligent
1: it really it's really a huge spectrum and it yeah. says a lot about her intelligence.
0: Yeah, especially in American comic books as a whole cuz you're talking about Reed Richards, Spider-Man, Batman, Lex Luthor, like there were some heavy hitters on oh, that list. list. Yeah. I mean, she may not be at the top of it but, but the fact like, she's even on it like, is amazing. Is impressive. Okay, so let's get into in universe Earth 1 1950s to 1986. So, yeah, we're having to kind of do
1: her original run as Batgirl because anything nowadays, it's more of her Oracle history than she actually has any Batgirl history,
0: which fair makes sense. Okay. So early life, since she was a little girl, Barbara Gordon wanted to be a hero. During a camping trip to Smallville, Barbara got to know her idol Superboy and accidentally won temporary powers when they faded. Uh, wait, wait, she accidentally won temporary powers. Okay. That's, yeah, they I, didn't
1: really elaborate on that, so I'm assuming some weird kind of.
0: Who knows with comics, like, man? Uh, <laughs> summer camp kind of thing. Okay, is my guess. I'm, I I can see that. Okay, so when they faded away, Superboy explained she can't just wish for powers, but she's got to work hard and develop her own skills to become a superhero. Barbara decided she'd do so, and one day everyone would hear about her. It's kind of a weird, it's kind of a BS thing though for a person with super actual superpowers <laughs> to tell someone. Well,
1: but what? I feel like while you're not wrong on that, but I feel like the fact it came from Superboy was probably the only person that could have said that without it completely sounding horrible.
0: True, <laughs> true. <laughs> but still it's just one of those like if you work hard, you can develop your own skills. You're never going to be able to lift a car, <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: So, as a teenager, Barbara would eavesdrop on a conversation between her father and the ignotic man called uh, Batman. Bleh. Uh, She became infatuated with the hero and eventually turned him into an idol. Years later, Barbara graduated graduated summa cum laude uh, with a PhD in library science at the Gotham University, uh, which would allow her to start working as a librarian. This calm and quiet job left her plenty of time to explore martial arts. The position also allowed her the chance to learn about a wide variety of subjects and meet many people in different fields of research, which makes sense. That is the perfect job to I'm, read about
0: everything. I'm not gonna lie; like, I know we're not gonna get big into her Oracle origins and that, but like off the bat, oh like, yeah, <laughs> off the bat, she's already gaining the skills to be the Oracle. I don't know; if, I doubt they predicted that's where her character arc was gonna go, but I guarantee they didn't. <laughs> That may be where they got the idea for Oracle. Oh, I could see that. But like, yeah, just happy little accidents. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Okay, so Batgirl. As the daughter of the police commissioner, she worked uh, to some degree to spite her father. She intended to crash the policeman's masquerade ball at Bruce Wayne's Wayne Manor with a Batman-inspired costume. On her way to the party, she discovered a plot by Killer Moth to ambush Wayne to extort money. I forget Killer Moth's a thing. Yeah, he's not a big thing, so it's easy s- to forget. I've only really seen him like show up twice <laughs> <laughs> in the things I've read or watched.
1: Yeah. So wearing her bat costume, she impulsively rushed in and beat the villain. The excitement she felt while fighting the criminal inspired her to create a proper bat suit, and she started fighting crime as Batgirl, with Killer Moth being her first criminal captured in collaboration with Batman and Robin. After the initial success, she decided to keep fighting crime as a close ally of Batman. So, I mean, you know, what better way
0: to start than literally fighting your first villain with your idol? I mean, yeah. No, that's a heck of a way to get your kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> And also I do I do like her I okay out of all the characters out there I find her making her own costume the most believable just because she would have access and nowhere to get like body armor type stuff and like to reinforce the costume. Oh yeah. Like she'd have access to Kevlar, the equipment. Like, like when I see like certain characters making that costume I'm like there's no way you afforded that on a high school salary. <laughs> right. Her she's like I just went in my dad's closet. <laughs> Body armor for days. (laughs) On her second adventure as Batgirl, she managed to capture a large gang that planned to steal the Emerindian Museum. We'll go with that. Okay. At first, she worked (laughs) on the case alone, but she was soon joined by Batman Robin, who tried to make her believe that Batman was Bruce Wayne. But she didn't fall for the ruse, even though it was the truth.
1: Oh, I want know just, my secret identity. <laughs> Which I mean, it's kind of fair because I mean, when you really think about it, who's gonna think who's gonna believe that a playboy
0: is Batman, right? I love how that's a, become a huge joke of like everybody's just like, who else? who else, right? It's like how'd you find out Wayne Tower looking <laughs> like it does? It's like there were hints. Oh yeah, definitely.
1: So when Batman was affected by the rare swamp fever, uh, Batgirl teamed up with Robin in order to prevent the Cape Crusader from accelerating the process of the illness by overworking himself.
0: Cause you know Batman's kind of known to do that. Oh yeah, he <laughs> literally went blind in one of the car in one of the cartoons, <laughs> and he's like, "I need to get back out there," and they're like, "Maybe no, don't." No.
1: <laughs> uh, so, and then when the re- uh, fever reached the most critical stage, Batman received attention as Bruce Wayne, and during his absence, the Batgirl Robin team prowled the streets of Gotham. Jealous of Batgirl's success, Catwoman would come out of retirement and try to impress the Dark Knight by making Batgirl look bad. Her plan would backfire as Batgirl found a way to outsmart Catwoman, and Batman was able to arrest the feline criminal. I really
0: wish they had explained that. I want to know what Catwoman was doing. Right? I have some idea. I, like, like definitely her thievery. Oh, definitely. That, but like, I'm just like, I'm like jealous much. <laughs> Catwoman, you're compete. You're like, come on. <laughs> congresswoman gordon oh wow moving yeah, this up is something that i didn't know
1: about so yeah we kind of skip a large chunk of her batgirl time but i put this in there because it was something very interesting i thought because i never knew she was a congresswoman
0: yeah no that's a. Uh, didn't know that either and man way to work your way up So after two years of being Batgirl, Barbara talked to the parole board in order to get a former love interest out of prison. She had captured him in her early days as Batgirl, and she decided to give him a second chance. Unfortunately, the man had not reformed and instead tried to use Barbara to help him with his criminal activities. Come on! Barbara, I expect better from you. You you really would. You would think that she wouldn't be naive enough to... Trust that,
1: especially in two years. Like, that's not a lot of time to reform a prisoner. Yeah, right? Like, unless he was a real minor criminal. (sighs) So, it was then that Barbara realized that working only as Batgirl was not as helpful as long as the system didn't work. Which... Unfortunately, seems to be a thing that a lot of heroes realize about halfway through their careers. Like, why are we doing this? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but for this reason, Barbara decided to run for Congress, taking her father's place, as he didn't want the job. And by doing this, she finally revealed her secret identity as Batgirl to her father. That's bold. Right. That's one way to do it, though. Oh. So, you know, I'm going to run for Congress for you, since you don't want to do
0: it. But, uh, oh, yeah, I'm Batgirl. <laughs> Dropping a lot of bombs here, Barbara. If your dad has a heart attack. I blame you. Okay. Down. Okay, so much later on, while in Washington, Barbara summoned Dick Grayson to be her assistant. It was during this time that Robin and Batgirl started teaming up more frequently, and a flirtation relation between them started. Flirtation relation. I just love that word, it is flirtatious. By oh!
1: That's more why I laughed, but it also just was funny because that was a very funny pairing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was. Dyslexia for the win. (laughs) Okay, so uh, the next time they worked together was in Pricetown, where they had to solve the mystery behind living dinosaurs and ancient warriors. They eventually learned that it was all part of an illusion, and during this adventure, they learned each other's secret identities. Which
1: I find interesting that after two years of her being Batgirl, they never introduced
0: each other. Right. Or figured that out. So you tried to show her who Batman was, but you. you right. I was like, when
1: did. Knowing how this Bat family kind of works, how did they not find out sooner? Right? Like, wow. Like that, that one just blew my mind. I'm like, we're going to keep that too, because that is
0: weirdly interesting. That is. That is. I don't. I don't have an explanation for that. Hey, but what? It also
1: kind of shows when her and Dick started being uh, a thing, like they started in early comics. True.
0: <laughs> well, folks, that's uh, that's what we got for Batgirl's history. Now let's get into powers and abilities, also probably a lot of tech. <laughs> so abilities, archery. You did, did it. I did. Idetic memory. I'm assuming that's like photographic memory. They say I looked it up, and it
1: sounds like it's supposed to be something different, but it's very similar to it.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, the easiest way to describe it is yeah, photographic memory. Okay, uh, firearms. Barbara was trained in shooting and marksmanship by her father. Uh, his historiography holds a Ph.D. in history. Hypnosis. Batgirl learned hypnosis methods by reading several books on the subject. Martial arts, has a first Q uh, brown belt in judo and karate. I think pretty impressive. Uh, political science, and uh, peak human conditioning. I mean, you'd, ha- you'd have to be to run with the Bat family. Yeah. Like, but I feel like peak human conditioning just comes with the territory. <laughs> right. Even but
1: they're... I find it interesting, though, that she knows so little martial arts compared to every other member of the Bat
0: family. That did kind of surprise me, but it... I guess it makes sense because I, I will say in any th- version I've seen her in that she's never been as combat oriented. Oh, yeah. She's definitely not. But you would think that
1: being Batman, he would have trained her in at least more. True. Well, whether, she may not have been great at it. like She's not very high up in the judo and karate, but
0: she'd have a little more rounded knowledge You you just would, knowing Batman. You would think. But from things I've seen on her, like it doesn't seem like Batman really wanted to train her or take her uh, under a wing. It seemed a very tenuous oh. relationship
1: at times, especially if he knew who she was. Yeah.
0: I don't blame them. Oh, no, entirely not. (laughs) Knowing that she's the daughter of uh, the police commissioner, I wouldn't want to do that either. Right? Arguably the daughter of your best, like, what would be arguably your best friend. Yeah. And that it's one of those, like, if you had a daughter and I just started taking her out crime fighting every night and that, probably wouldn't want you to know that. Yeah, probably (laughs) not. I'd probably be like, hmm, I don't want, like, she'd be popping back in my car, like, what are you doing here? I want to learn what you do, Uncle Richard. No. (laughs) We're taking you home. (laughs) Okay, so equipment, Batgirl's costume. In her early days, Barbara incorporated her costume in her everyday clothes. Oh, that's smart. Her skirt became a cape, her uh, beret a uh, cowl, and her handbag doubled as a utility pocketbook.
1: That's actually kind of cool and smart. That really is, not to be honest, I think being as a, a female, she'd be the only one that could effectively do that until you get to, like, red hood kind of costume.
0: Yeah. Like... Because I was expecting it to almost just be like a Superman-style thing. She just wears it under the right. clothes and that. But, like, no, that's even that's even cooler. I like that. Okay, so uh, Utility Belt. As Batgirl, her equipment included uh, Batarang, smoke bombs, a grappling hook, and some other gadgets. In her early years, she also used a pocketbook, but uh, discarded it as it was too bulky. Which makes sense. It does, yeah. Okay, transportation, Batcycle. Batgirl rides a special modified m- moped.
1: Just, just the thought of her riding a moped is amusing.
0: Okay, so anybody who listens to our podcast, if you're an artist, I would love you to draw me up Batgirl and Deadpool riding their mopeds next to each other. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. I just, I want that now as an art thing, yeah. knowing this. <laughs> okay, take us away, Joker, into the media. So I knew she didn't have a lot of media,
1: but she honestly had a little more than I was expecting. So in film, in live action, she is in Batman and Robin, portrayed by Alicia Silverstone. Uh, the Dark Knight, was she was briefly portrayed as by Hannah Gunn. And then there was a movie rele- uh, to be released on HBO Max set for between 2022 and 2023, but was canceled by Warner Bros. in August of 2022, where Leslie Grace was set to portray Barbara. But I was really sad when I heard that same Cause Cause I, I get, was really looking forward to a Batgirl movie oh
0: same dude <sighs> yeah we're still going to get the flash
1: <laughs> and then in animation she had, she had quite of a, a larger role in those I can uh, see that she is in Batman Under the Red Hood directly referenced when Jason mentions the friends the Joker is crippled uh, Batman Bad Blood she makes a cameo at the end obviously she is in Batman the Killing Joke since it's <laughs> Halfway revolving around her, <laughs> exactly. Uh, she is in Scooby Doo and Batman: Brave and the Bold, or she is referenced because Daphne would don an old Batgirl costume.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: She makes a cameo in Teen Titans Go to the Movies, Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I still need to see the that. The more we keep bringing these, this movie up in the la- and all these Batman episodes, like I want to watch this now.
0: <laughs> I we need to see if it's on HBO.
1: I really want to watch somewhere. It. She's also in Batman Hush, she makes an uh, appearance in Space Jam, A New Legacy, and she is in four of the Lego movies. Oh Because wow. I wasn't writing out all those names. Fair. And then into TV, she in, in live action, she was in the 60s Batman, Birds of Prey, which only lasted in 13 episodes from October of 2002 to February of 2003.
0: I remember that show.
1: She was briefly mentioned in Arrow. Uh, when, she was mentioned when Oliver says his reason for not giving Felicity the codename Oracle is because it was already taken. Ha <laughs> uh, She is in Gotham, and then she is uh, in Batwoman, though features the uh, though features the live-action debut of Stephanie Brown, which is a different Batgirl, but it does include elements of Barbara. Okay. Which I'd have to go back and re watch that, whatever episode that's in, because now I'm curious. Yeah, same. I don't remember even seeing a Batgirl.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, you. Uh, I need to watch Batwoman now. I've heard, I've heard mixed reviews, and I need to make a decision myself. I thought it was pretty good. And I, I, well, we're not going to get into that <laughs> <It's> not... <laughs> her
1: episode. Uh, so, in animation, she is in The Adventures of Batman, Super Friends. Batman The Anime Series, The New Batman Adventures, Batman Beyond, Gotham Girls, Justice League where she has several cameos, Young Justice, DC Superhero Girls, which is the first character we've ever had on that show that makes sense, <laughs> right? and then she is in the Harley Quinn TV show.
0: Oh, I love her in the Harley Quinn TV show. It's Ah, her character is amazing. There.
1: Oh, yeah. And then in video games, she is in Batman Dark Tomorrow, she is in five of the Lego games, She's in DC Universe Online, Young Justice Legacy. She is in Injustice Gods Among Us as the second DLC character with Kimberly Brooks reprising her role from the Arkham series. She is obviously in the Arkham series, voiced by both Kimberly (laughs) Brooks and Ashley Green in Arkham Knight, and is set to appear as a main character in the upcoming Gotham Knights, voiced by America Young, which comes out by the time this episode does in about three weeks.
0: I'm pretty excited (laughs) for that game.
1: I am super excited for
0: it. I have not actually paid for a video game, like bought a video game in a while. I think I'm probably going to buy that one.
1: It's going to be worth it.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Is uh, that all we got? Yeah. All right, folks. Um, I guess a question I ask at the end of every episode every week, and for those of you who've been here a while, you know it. Joker, are you a fan?
1: I definitely am. There's something about it. I can never pinpoint it. But there's something about her character I always love and always have, and I don't really foresee that going away, especially with the way they've
0: modified her character over the years? Oh, hundred percent. Always enjoyed the character. I've always enjoyed the fact that she doesn't ta- She she's willing to talk back to Bruce. And, Honestly, like, that's the <laughs> best part. That like when the other Robins are just kind of like looking, like like man, you're gonna get me hit. <laughs> just just, give just me make in sure trouble. he doesn't got a crowbar in his hand. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm a fan. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, a comic, a cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time. You're a fan too. If you wanna jump on this train? Why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.